0: From CNA Medical Allies, this is Medical Cost Boss, where we share how to take charge of medical costs like a boss. I'm your host, Gabe Capone. Today's episode, Preparing for the Burden. I spoke with Steve Kostic, a retired database systems analyst with 30 years of experience in pharmaceutical data. He's currently on Medicare, and he speaks specifically about how to navigate the burden of medical costs and also how to prepare for them. So why don't you explain first, then, what do you mean by a burden? I understand that it is one, but what specifically is a, is a burden about the medical bills or medical care?
1: Well, there are several. You know, I mean, the first initial burden is that you get a piece of documentation in the mail, you open it up, you look at it. And I don't know, my first reaction is, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? And, And so I open it up, I take a look, and it has the words in red in the middle, important capital letters. Bill for Anesthesia and her Pain Management Services. Now, to give you some background, I had some spinal stenosis surgery in July that involved anesthesia. And this is the bill invoiced from the anesthesiologist. And I'm looking at it. And first of all, I come across this bit of, you know, medical billing gibberish. Payment submitted with restrictive notation is subject to review.
0: No idea. What does that mean? What did what that does mean that, to you? When you what does it mean That means nothing to, to me. Okay. No. <laughs> and did you feel when you saw that, that was directed to you to understand? Or was it, did you just sort of disregard well, it, this like, is, I yeah, it? I don't know. I don't know what this of, is.
1: It's part of this paragraph. These charges are for professional services, blah blah blah. If indicated, insurance information is incorrect. Please submit. Da 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 da. And finally, it says if you've received insurance payment, please send the insurance payment plus explanation to benefits to the pay to address above. Well, uh, my insurance company uh, sends the payment directly to the provider, which is this. Uh, anesthesia practice. So be that as it may, I'm going down the list, and here we have dates and code and descriptions and charges and credits and balance itemized. And down at the very bottom it says, please pay this amount, $115.50. I say to myself, uh, I think that's covered by my supplemental. So lo and behold Okay, good thinking. So, lo and behold, let's contact the supplemental. Not an easy task.
0: <laughs> <Let's> now, <contact. laughs> is it so, because it's is it like because that you know you're trying to get through to somebody to speak to like a real person? Is that why it's it's such yeah, a Yeah,
1: well a, that's a, the beginning of it. Well, yeah. The beginning of it is trying to get to a real person. Part two is trying to get to the correct real person that can answer your questions. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, they'll say, well, we'll put you on hold or we'll call you back. And they don't. And uh, I've always found out that it's a good idea to open an account. With uh, your insurance company, in other words, online, where you can chat, you can sign on and you can discuss things rather than, you know, using the phone or some other primitive 19th century (laughs) device. (laughs) You're
0: not going to say anything by carrier pigeon. uh, But the uh, opening an online account with. Um, with your insurance your communication company. with your insurance company is a good yeah. good piece of advice. Right. I mean, everyone should do that. At least also, then you can try and read somebody somewhat. Uh,
1: yeah, and also opening, you know, signing up on Met if you're on Medicare like I am, having a Medicare.gov account where you can look at all the billings and other data information that is pertinent to Medicare that is pertinent to you as a retired person. But meanwhile, back at the invoice, one hundred fifteen <laughs> fifty. I reach someone at the Supplemental Insurance Company, and they go, uh, Steve, we sent that to the anesthesia practice. Okay. Okay, fine, great. Call the anesthesia practice. Uh, we haven't received payment. You have to pay us. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no No. I said, when did I said, well, actually you have to get the date of when the insurance company sent the payment. So the invoice date here is like August 3rd. And I found out that the payment was made August 4th. Ah. So maybe they crossed in the mail. Oh, sure. But but the burden for some people, if if they if they don't follow through, I mean, I can imagine people saying, well, that's not too much. Let me pay it one hundred and fifteen fifty. So, in that case, does the uh, anesthesia practice say, "Oh, we've been double paid"? Does they re- do they return the money to someone, or or do they just keep it? I I don't know because I've done my research, right? And it's critical. And you know that's just a burden. I mean, it's called yeah. what I like to call it is triangulation. You know, I am in the middle of this triangle. I am dealing with Medicare. Okay, you're in, All right, I
0: want to. I want to. I want to set this up. I want to set up this picture. So there's a triangle, right? And it's, in the middle is you, right? Steve, and I'm, there's there.
1: arrows pointing, at, you know, to the insurance company. Okay, that's provider, one to the Medicare cool. and when i speak to one in other words i will speak to the provider and they'll say well we don't know anything about that you will have to contact the insurance company when i speak to the insurance company they go oh, i don't know i think we we sent it but you go back and contact the provider. and you know i'm um I'm, I'm juggling these balls constantly you know
0: that's you're doing a lot of legwork right a lot of legwork
1: and if i don't get and if i don't get the proper person and i I've been in a position where I've gotten misinformation from a lot of these people, you know, and if I go with that, then, you know, the penalty is on me. It's not on them. So then I I have to re, you know, recycle through, recalculate, recall, get this whole mess straightened out. Fortunately for this one, you know, I got it straightened out in about you know about a week and a half, you know, and it's one hundred fifteen dollars and fifty cents. I mean, I can I can see where if you have massive, massive, massive medical bills that, you know, you could really you owe us, you know, sixty five thousand dollars or whatever,
0: you know. But was there anything else that you wanted to leave people with? Uh,
1: just you know, find out as much. as. And if you can't get an advocate that can do it for you, if you're unhappy with the answers that you're to your questions, in other words, prior prior to the procedure, prior scheduling the procedure, it, you know this is we're, we're talking not emergency surgery. That's a whole different thing, and and especially emergency surgery, someone should act as your agent to find an advocate that they can talk to because they could probably know less about you're in a coma, right? I'm in a coma. Eleanor goes, I don't know. I don't know what the insurance is. Gabe, can you find out? And she goes, yeah, well, this is the insurance company. He's on Medicare, blah, blah, blah. And this is the, this is the hospital. And then you can get back to her. She still has to, you know, triangulate this whole mess, but at least she's not doing it alone.
0: Yeah. And that's a really and, good point yeah being doing it alone is being, 10 times harder alone. than doing it with those other people and, oh. it's,
1: and it's dangerous <laughs> and yeah it's dangerous, and it and you could get in you could get into a rabbit hole that it's very difficult to get out of very difficult to get out of yeah you know, good advice. And, you know advocacy is so important now because it's it, the medicals it's so complicated it just gets more complicated as each day goes by and you know Get some help, especially if you don't understand anything at all about what's going on vis-a-vis you, your insurance company, Medicare, your provider, your surgeons, whoever. If you don't have a clear picture of what's going to happen and what the charges are relatively going to be, find someone that can help you in that area.
0: Thank you to my guest, Steve Kostick. If you'd like to learn more about him, please visit his LinkedIn profile at Steve stevekostick.com. That's K-O-S-T-Y-K. If you'd like to hear more episodes of Medical Cost Boss, please visit medicalcostboss.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, as Steve said, the best way to navigate the burden of medical costs is to prepare for them.